0: this is the worst fake ID I've ever seen. You realize
1: you made yourself 68? I know, I know. I goofed it. What do you need a fake ID for? So I can vote. All right, kids, let's get to it. Seminars, October 15th through the 17th in Wichita Falls is the next one coming up. After that, December 10th through the 12th to round out 2021. For lifting camps coming up, we do have a self-sufficient lifter camp on September 11th, covering the squat, press, and deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. After that, we have a squat and deadlift camp on August 21st in Fort Worth, and then another squat and deadlift camp on August 29th in Austin at Starting Strength Austin. We have some three-lift camps covering the squat, press, and deadlift coming up, two of those in London, one on September 5th and one on September 12th, and then November 7th in Baltimore at 5x3 Training. Also hosted by 5x3, will be the 10th annual Charm City Strongwoman on September 12th. That's a charity strongwoman event coming up. And as usual, another update on Starting Strength Gyms. Continue to sign more gyms, but we do need talent. So if you're interested in becoming a professional coach, head over to startingstrengthgyms.com and check out the coaching tab. Starting Strength Gyms, of course, run by Ray Gillenwater, and Gillenwater is Latvian for ritualistic sacrifice. And for any details or information on anything that I've talked about, head over to starringstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage.
2: Strength Radio. It's Friday. Should sound better now. <laughs> As if it ever sounds bad. <laughs> ha! I laugh at the suggestion. Ah. And uh, since it's Friday, it's uh, you know here we are. And uh, what we're going to do today. Or the plan, anyway, is to take your calls live, kind of like talk radio used to be before Rush died. And uh, we're gonna see how see how that works again. I've been pleasantly surprised by the by the uh, success we've had with the live call in stuff. We don't. I think we've had how many assholes have we had called in? Just total about two. One. Right? Just like one. One we had to dump one time.
3: Yeah. I think,
2: I think that... Had
3: how many oh, damn it. We had Look two. at that.
2: Well, you got a little little, little delay there. No, well.
3: I I had the thing on my laptop up. There we go. We okay. had one guy we had to dump, and then. uh well we had that politics, kid that wasn't really politics, but He wasn't really an asshole. He wasn't bad. He wasn't bad.
2: He was just, you not Just kind of silly. you know
3: just of silly.
2: He was a little silly, but he, you know. Simon. Was it Simon? Simon. Simon was wrong. his name. I don't think he was wrong. It's just that, you know. Uh, I
3: think I, I think we've done six of these or so probably, but we've, we've only had one guy we hung up on. Was that yeah. the nipple
2: guy? One guy who doesn't understand that we have the technology to make you to go away.
3: Yeah, he was starting to say something about He's nipples. Asking about, is he was asking about his nipples. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. just wasting time. Yeah, you know. yeah we're not going to do that. I mean, we waste enough time without your help. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, don't you know? Don't don't do that because we'll just dump you, and you'll it'll be like you never existed.
3: Very Stalinesque.
2: Just evaporate. Just go away. We'll just take you out of the picture, like Stalin, like the CDC has done with ivermectin. Yeah. Just remove you. Not going to talk about it.
3: It's in the YouTube terms of community guidelines, not terms of service. Community guidelines, yeah, specifically that you cannot talk about ivermectin.
2: Isn't that amazing? As they specify
3: spe- specify ivermectin.
2: That's why we talk about ivermectin here. That's why, in fact, ivermectin is one of the reasons we're on. Star strike Network now instead of the YouTube channel because ivermectin is an effective treatment for COVID-19 and ivermectin, the, the very existence of ivermectin invalidates the emergency use authorization under which these idiotic ass vaccines were approved.
3: And whether that's true or not, the fact that you can't even discuss it should concern should con- everybody. Should concern any person with a whether, brain. Whether you agree or not, it doesn't matter. The fact that some topics have been deemed, have been un- deemed unable to be undiscussable by anybody that's right. is fucked up.
2: That's fucked up. That's uh, Soviet Russia. Yeah. That's what that is. You would think. Yeah. We'll eventually... They'll get to us eventually. They'll figure out a way to take us down. Yeah. But hey, for we the might, time being, we're going to enjoy ourselves. We
3: might not be able to take calls today. We'll see. We
2: might <laughs> not be. You know, since I said Ivermectin. Ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, just let's get it over with. You fucking pussies are going to take us down. Let's get it over with. How about that? All right. But first. Comments. Now, we got a batch of comments from the haters today that's interesting to me. People keep commenting on this fucking video we did when did we when did we do the quit putting your plates on the bar the wrong way video how long has that been
3: november 2019 wow
2: november of 2019 coming up on 2 years ago and people are finding this video again uh, yeah it's got how many how many views right now 1, 63 63,000 views one million sixty three thousand views on this silly ass video that I recorded in the gym one day just to have something to talk about, basically. About how you put the how you put the plates on the bar so you don't drop the fucking plate on your foot.
3: No shit. This is how it came up. I remember because I was in yeah. Austin. I was in Austin and everybody in Austin had their plates on backwards. <laughs> and, right. I, and I and I called you and I said, Will you make a two minute video? Because I'm arguing with all these people down here, we make a two-minute video on why the plates go facing in, and then right. and then you and Rusty did the video, and there we go. We're millionaires because of it.
2: Right, <laughs> millionaires, billionaires. Yeah.
3: Our next, our next most I'm popular... a profit
2: motivated capitalist well, you after are, all. In fact, right. Wait, wait, right? So wait, wait. that's my we're, only motivation.
0: We're millionaires. This is the first I've we'll, heard of it. We'll rip an eye out. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, y'all are just still employees. You're a,
3: <laughs> Once you get to the inner circle, you, you'll be able to tap into those Excellent. unlimited funds. Right. Excellent. You'll be vested. <laughs> <laughs> right. But our profit sharing program. But the next most popular video but, is from 2017, and it's the barbell row, and it has 833,000. That's amazing too. Yeah.
2: 2017 barbell row video. That's how many people don't want to do the power clean. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) But for some bizarre reason, this goddamn putting the plates on wrong video continues to generate these asinine comments from these fucking people. And here here is a sample of this thing. Pretty good, except Rusty's in it. (laughs) Is Rusty in the video?
3: Is he in the
0: video? The, the plate video? I yeah. don't believe I am.
2: Well, he says he sees you in the video.
3: I don't see how. I was behind the camera. Though. You shot man. the video, right? Yeah, I shot it. Maybe he's in the mirror or something. Or I did you do B-roll where you were ah, putting the plate on I didn't wrong? do any B-roll. No, that was the one. I don't know. I hadn't a, looked
0: at the damn thing. That was so a right. one-shot video. The guy was, is
3: seeing Rusty where there is no Rusty. Maybe he's just dreaming right. about me.
2: Somebody says, Someone definitely dropped a 45-pound weight on his toe. <laughs> toe. Just one. Get it? (laughs)
0: Toe toe.
2: Rip toe. Get it? (laughs) Man. All right. Here somebody says, Thanks, Dad. Can I go now? (laughs) See the kind of you tell people how to do something and immediately (laughs) they get offended.
3: One of the early comments was, uh, this reminds me of holding the flashlight for my dad. (laughs) 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 Holding the flashlight for your dad.
0: (laughs) And just getting yelled at.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he sort of looks like a very angry father that has to watch his blood pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Another dad (laughs) reference. All right, here's one. I like uh, thoughtful comments like this. Holy shit! Biggest waste of time watching this horse shit.
3: No LOL at the end. That make it. That would just no. seal it.
2: No, no LOL. He wasn't. He wasn't laughing.
3: No, he's serious. He's serious. Taste.
2: Omg! Now we have a rule of how to take the fucking weight. That's, that's verbatim what it says. The most amazing thing about this is there's a note on here that says, edited. <laughs> <laughs> that was edited.
3: Edited for spelling. Edited
2: for some <laughs> All right, here's the grumpy dad of the fitness world. Here's relax, man. My plates have holes in them. Sell your plates and buy new plates with holes.
0: Oh, those grip handles. Those are jeez. Annoying to
2: me. I don't have the slightest idea what
0: he's probably talking about. The grip handles. Those are oh, those to shitty me to ass plates. Yeah, those are so annoying to me. I don't know why. But they are stupid
2: All right, all right. People are running out of things to talk about in the gym. Next, we'll be dissecting proper techniques for wiping equipment down.
4: Wait. Do
0: we already you, have We that. had
3: that. Yeah.
2: Don't we have that too? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Proper bar maintenance. We also had the sanitation.
0: Yeah, that's right. Where you right. were
3: the you were in your <laughs> level 3 biosuit.
2: So there's one you
0: missed. Delta variants coming back, so I need to yeah. get on my health and safety again. And
2: here's the best one of all. The Karen of Strength Training. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. The Karen of Strength Straining. <laughs> straining is what was typed here. He forgot
3: to edit. This, this was not edited. <laughs> yeah, not <but laughs>
2: this one was not edited. So, yeah, these things continue to pay dividends, don't fantastic. they?
3: Fantastic. It's fantastic.
2: Oh, God almighty. What an amazing thing. What an amazing goddamn deal. Comments from the haters.
3: It's a never any stream.
2: No, every, you know. From two years ago.
3: Yeah. Yep.
2: There's just that many people with absolutely nothing else to do.
3: Well, I like the idea that somebody's poking around looking at strength training stuff, and then they get that video as a recommendation, and then they watch it, and then they just get pissed. <laughs> is, yeah. they, watch, they watch the whole thing. Yeah. maybe they, they, they Constantly some... thinking, maybe it'll get better. <laughs> right. I know it makes sense, but... Fuck! Fuck that guy, yeah. Fuck that
2: guy! i got to do what he says.
3: They just finished watching some, I'm going to
2: do the opposite of what he says because fuck that guy.
3: Yeah. Right. They just watched, finished watching mm-hmm. some Athlean oh, X or some bullshit. Oh, God. Huh? <laughs> or that little fucking puke. Who's that, who was it? Uh, Candido? Watching his bullshit videos. And then here comes Ripito telling them they're putting the plates on wrong.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. It's
3: All those twink-looking guys. Yeah. Amazing.
2: Just absolutely amazing!
0: I can't believe Athlean X is still around after the fake weights thing. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah.
3: fake weights. Yeah, this guy was was well was he, he, was sure demis- he doing
0: that. Yeah, yeah, it was for sure de- fake weights. He was he was de- demonstrating a deadlift, right? And he was maxing out, and he kept just kept putting on more and more weight, and right,
2: and finally he got up to eighteen hundred. I forgot pounds. what the final number was.
0: And, it was I think it was over five, but it they figured out it was all fake weights. Wow. Yeah. He, was maybe, he maybe he may be pulled. Too we far. need to get. He couldn't
2: weight. deadlift five hundred.
0: I don't think so. Oh, that guy didn't. Oh, he's <laughs> no, no. He weighs like hundred and sixty pounds.
2: There's a bunch of people on the internet that are famous for all kind of strength stuff that aren't really very strong.
3: No. sure. It's we amazing. need to get some fake weights. Oh, that'd be great. We can get some fake weights. Was I, Is there an article on our website? I'm pretty sure from the old days. I don't know. I don't know who would have written it. Um, when they were doing because olympic lift they would do olympic lifting and then do physique stuff right after right in the old old days Didn't yeah they have like yeah a back whole, in the
2: 50s and 60s there was the 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 meat was kind of the
3: it was like a whole ca- exhibition ca- kind of, of a weekend
2: thing. yeah it was an exhibition kind of thing and and if you uh wanted to in fact if you wanted to be in the physique show
3: you had to compete in the you had lifting. to compete in the olympic that's lift. pretty cool
2: uh, beforehand. So they, they ran the Olympic meet uh, that morning and afternoon and then they did the physique show at night. Yep. But in order to take your clothes off and stand up in your underwear, you had to <laughs> actually lift something during the during the, the competition yep. part of the yep. of the day. Who was
3: it that wrote this series on the York stuff? Was that stars articles? These are old. I mean these are ten years ago. Starr
2: wrote a bunch of stuff about it. Uh,
3: there was a whole series of, of the old York days. Leisner wrote a – Maybe it was Leisner. Leisner wrote but they would, stuff would it. he talked about it. how they would travel with, with, with I mean, essentially fake weights, just lighter weights. Right. Because they would do a show and, and demonstrate a snatch or something to people. And, right. Know, and they would have uh, lighter weights. It's the only time yeah. it's okay to do that. Yeah.
2: It's when you're not claiming to right. – Actually lift the weight yep. when you're just showing people that you did it. No scales available. Right. So anyway, let's uh let's see if we taking the calls. We got some people waiting. Like it's gonna work. <clears throat> Let me put these earbuds in. Now you're claiming that yeah. these stay in better than the other ones did.
3: Yeah. They should. Well, we're gonna find. out. They go out. in your ear.
2: We're gonna find out. You got some weird ass shape. Oh, this ears. is real loud. Can you turn my? I can. I have turn my earbuds I down a little control bit. Control of everything. You are in control. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, that's fine. That's I can good. stand that.
3: All right. Anybody okay. else want me to adjust their volume? My volume is perfect. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So let's give
0: it a shot.
2: We're gonna take calls, and you hopefully are going to try to make sense. So let's see what happens.
0: That's a good sign. Is that a one
2: weird? ringy dingy sign?
0: That's a good sign. Hello.
6: Hello. How do you do it? This is James in Florida, James
2: in Florida. What's going on, James?
6: Well, I was just calling because you have talked about different kinds of books. You've talked about uh nonfiction stuff, the Setective Chase and fiction stuff. Uh, I was curious why you guys haven't talked at all about any philosophy stuff because I've read certain things that I think that you would either love about what? What's philosophy. that
2: philosophy? Philosophy. I, I can can you uh turn up? is there a treble or something on this?
3: No, it says uh <laughs> Yeah, we've got a not great connection with him. All right.
2: Philosophy stuff. All right. James, let me explain why we don't talk about philosophy stuff. Even though you're interested in it and I am peripherally interested in it, nobody else is. No one gives a fuck about Schopenhauer. All right? Right? Have you ever tried to read Schopenhauer? Oh, God, no. Well you you know why you haven't read Schopenhauer? Because it's unreadable. It's un it's it's ununderstandable, it's gibberish. It's utter meaninglessness. And it is why all of the actual philosophy majors hate Ayn Rand. Because you can actually understand what she's trying to say and this
6: Well that's the kind of stuff that actually makes sense. There's some stuff that actually makes sense that I think you would do a good job of articulating to people that don't get it.
2: Well, I don't know if they're interested in having me articulate it for them. Like, like what do you have in mind?
6: Well, there's a lot of ideas in uh, thus of that I have that have benefited in my life greatly that are opaque as all hell, and right. if you're able, you're to you know about get that the Nietzsche stuff, people, right?
2: Well, you know, I've I've read, you know, I went through a philosophy phase about thirty five years ago, and I'd read a bunch of Nietzsche, and he's you know mm-hmm. relatively accessible. And then I would, uh, I tried to branch out into the other German philosophers, and there's just there's just not any point in it. They want to go on and on about the dialectic. uh uh-huh. You know, I didn't
6: enjoy any of that stuff. I like Neither liked did I the, Yeah. But there's some of it that I found really uh, I don't to, I don't know how to put it other than life referring. There's some mainly thus spoke So That one changed basically my entire view of life. So much more get your shit together kinda of Which one? Uh the space Right. Uh, it took me a year to eventually feel like I understood part of it. Right. Right. it's it's that's pretty the dense. only one so they that three way about.
3: readings you know it's like, yeah they're not that's, oh, yeah. that's part it, of the problem. nobody wants to read this stuff because it's, it's work it's, it's a lot of work it's a lot of
2: work <laughs> yeah and when I was you know I went got Schopenhauer out of the library and I took it home and I worked and I worked and I worked and it was like digging a hole in a parking lot. <laughs> oh yeah you know it's just
3: at you know, the end of just, the day you got a hole it, yeah <laughs> that you got to fill anyways
2: fill <laughs> i mean but that you couldn't dig i mean it's just you know right <laughs> the parking lot's concrete yeah right
6: so i yeah. i just it's like you know, like couldn't. reading a like reading an instruction manual it's like 400 pages long that's right right yep yeah, yeah. it was it's uh boring stuff. except
2: there weren't any instructions in it so uh
6: yeah <laughs> yeah well, the main one that I've been uh, into recently that I think you might enjoy if you haven't read it already is uh, The Ego and Its Own by Max Stirner.
2: It's, no, I haven't read it.
6: It's very similar to – it's basically fuck government, fuck religion, don't tell me what to do, and here's why. Right. It's, Max
2: and Stirner. And it was written
6: – Yes. All right. Uh, 1780-something or 18 mm. – either way, it was written before Nietzsche, and I think that – influence a lot of Nietzsche's stuff. It's actually easier to read than Nietzsche.
2: Well, that would be helpful. Yeah. You so know. If, if you're interested... What's you the guess,
6: title again? It's a very... Uh, the Ego and Its Own. The Ego or and Its Own. The, All right. Or the other translation is uh The Unique and Its Property. Basically, your sense of self and the stuff that you think of as yours is kind of the idea of the title.
0: Right. So is the reason why you got into philosophy because you're trying to find meaning in life?
6: Uh, I was introduced to Alan Watts in high school, and I found that so liberating, just the, the stuff that you talk about, that you don't have to listen to shit that everyone tells you what to do. And just some adult telling me that in high school, I was like, oh my God, you can, you can just say no? <laughs> and that just got me into that whole... Uh, Subject and I just kept going from there. I didn't read like you said Schopenhauer and the really boring shit. I just kind of stuck to stuff that was interesting to you me, know, like Alan Watts, Nietzsche, the now, Max Stirner, and uh, some young. But a lot of it is really boring. Yeah, yeah,
2: a lot of it is really, really, really boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, just don't have the. Maybe that's a character flaw of mine. I just don't like to be.
6: uh, Oh, no. Yeah, I don't slog through any of the crap either. I'm just, I just don't like to just uh, yeah, that's why
2: I, trudge through the mud of Schopenhauer. I, you know, I oh, prefer gosh, Heinlein. That's yeah, a waste of time. You know, when Heinlein starts a story, okay. the first paragraph grabs you by the shirt and drags you in. Okay. And, uh, you and, and then you're hooked and you can't let go. But, uh, oh, okay. you know, it's like trying to read Fault. That's why it was with Anthem. You know, Faulkner is just not, you know. I, I tried to read The Sound and the Fury. And I got, I think I got probably 50 pages into that. and And just finally said, what the fuck is he talking about here? What is going on? And again, I'm willing to concede yeah. that that may be a character flaw, but I just, i you know, not interested in fighting with it. You know, I read for, no, yeah. I read for enjoyment and education, and um, the sound and the fury was neither enjoyable nor educational, so I put it down.
6: So, they are trying to find stuff that isn't like the is hard part, like Anthem. Like I read that in high school, and that right. one. Jumped out at me like crazy. Like it was yeah. interesting. It actually opens your mind to think about things in a different way. And trying to find stuff like that is
2: a fucking impossible. That's probably like. her best work. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's her best work. She shuts the fuck up. I mean, she. You, you can read <laughs> Atlas Shrugged. You realize the best way to read Atlas Shrugged is to read every third paragraph. <laughs> that's how you go through it. You read a paragraph, skip now to read the third paragraph down skip down two more read that paragraph and go on all the way through the book and you won't miss a damn thing it's amazing really is but uh anthem yeah, was concise. To, she was
6: she yeah, was uh i don't know how they got her to do that
2: <laughs> yeah I, I don't either it must have been someone standing there going uh look at the clock you know <laughs> You Sound only have that. the
6: office open for a
2: couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the call. All right. All right.
3: Look at that. Learned a little something on that
2: first. How about that?
3: Okay. All right. Ready to plow through? Let's
2: plow through this.
3: I haven't caught onto the ivermectin thing yet. No. Yeah, haven't been shut down. Hello. Hey, Rip. Hey.
7: This is Omar from
6: Chicago. Thank you for taking my call.
0: Sure.
7: Got a question uh, regarding my wife is having a problem with the squat. Her knees are caving in. Right. It's really only an issue
6: when it's pretty heavy for her. So how do we correct this?
2: Well, you go back to a weight that is just before it gets too heavy to make her knees cave in. And you make her keep her knees out. And then you go up, maybe for her, two and a half pounds on the next workout and make her keep her knees out. And then maybe go up another two and a half pounds and make her keep her knees out. If her knees are caving in, it is because her AB ductors, her glutes, TFL, all that stuff that keeps your knees out are not keeping the knees out. So she's defaulting into a valgus position, which is knees in, where her adductors can help extend the hips without the help of the A B ductors that keep the knees out. And the only way to do it is to teach the A B how to keep the knees out while you're squatting. Now you can do the you know the yes no machine at the at the gym all you want to. And that doesn't do a damn thing because it's a movement pattern problem, and it has to be solved while she's performing the movement. So you've got to find a way where she can keep her knees out, and you've got to yell at her. And this is one of the reasons you shouldn't coach your wife (laughs) because she's not (laughs) going to want you to yell at her for anything. She's going to forget that you're coaching her, and she's just going to think, he's yelling at me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, this is, but the, the way that is fixed is by squatting correctly with a heavy weight that can be squatted correctly and then going up a little bit. So if she's doing okay. uh, five sets of three, you've got to make damn sure that the fifth set, the third rep of the fifth set is correct. Okay. You can't tolerate any breakdown in form. There's a weight that she can do correctly. So that's the Mm -hmm. weight she starts at to fix this.
7: Okay. And And would you stay at that weight?
2: I would stay at that weight Um, until all five sets of three are finished, and then I'd go up two and a half pounds. Why stay at that weight? We're trying to get stronger, right? Stronger is not accomplished with staying at the same weight. Stronger is not accomplished at an RPE of 3.14159, right? Right. Stronger is Mm -hmm. accomplished with two and a half more pounds. So you have to go up in weight. And this is where the yelling comes in. She's got to be made to focus on keeping her knees out. If she focuses on keeping her knees out, then by definition, the muscles that are keeping the knees out are working. Right. Uh And they're working under more load and thus they are getting stronger. There's, there's, there's no other logical way to approach this. Mm. Okay.
5: So. But the the most illogical
2: way to approach it is for you to try to coach her.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to
2: stay married? This is the critical question. (laughs) Do you want to stay married or not? If you want to stay married, just let her squat wrong. (laughs) You know, if you don't want to stay married, you want to run her off, but have her squat fixed, then you yell at her. All right. I wish it wasn't this uh, way, divorced. but it is.
7: Okay. So uh. just so she knows, bands would be a waste of time.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Bands are a waste Thank of time. Thank you. Bands are a waste of All time. Right. We're not trying to hold our knees out against the bands. We're trying to hold our right. knees out against the barbell on our back. The weight of the barbell okay. on the back is what's making her knees cave in. And putting a band around the thighs does not fix does the not. problem. Because <laughs> I mean, can you can you see how, how, how far away from a solution bands are in this situation? The movement pattern. I can't. is Mm -hmm. is is falling apart without the bands all right Mm -hmm. so you put the bands on and you train with lighter weights because you have to put lighter weights on the bar because the bands are adding some resistance right Mm -hmm. so what is she squatting where does her squat start Uh, where does where her knees cave in
7: it starts at around 135, but yeah. she's worked her way up to 175.
2: With her knees out.
7: And it progressively got worse. Uh, they, no, they start caving in the heavier it gets. So, it, Could it gets she worse, do 135 worse,
2: worse. for a set of three with her knees out?
7: I believe she can.
2: Well, you need to find out if she can. Okay. So we don't have we'll to do. believe things. We, we need to know.
8: Yeah.
7: If she
2: can do five five sets of three Uh with 135 with her knees out on the third rep of the fifth set, that's what we want to know. And then what she's going to do is she's going to go up next workout to 137 and a half, and she's going to do the same thing. And there ain't going to be any bands. There's only going to be her shoving her knees out and keeping them there. Because the resistance from the bands is in a different direction. The force vector is in a different direction from the bands than the force vector she's trying to work against when she squats without the bands. Okay. That
6: makes perfect sense. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for calling. Have
3: a good one. And a go, band
2: salesman or
3: It's not gonna go well for him. He's gonna say See, Oh no, he's fucked. See? and then he's gonna scroll to the part in the video where you're answering his question and she's gonna be like, why She's gonna leave the fuck would you ask Rip about my knees, asshole?
2: This is how's this has this any Rip's business? Right. Be, but did you tell him about my tits too? <laughs> what else did you tell him? <laughs> he's you
3: fucker. Have, he's gonna have a bad evening. He's fucked. Sorry, he's man. Poor guy. Sorry, Omar.
2: Yeah, we shouldn't have taken his call.
3: Tread lightly, my friend. Buy Be some, careful. Play buy like some this did flowers happen. or whatever she's into. Yeah, <laughs> chocolates, whatever. Okay. Chocolate. What are you saying?
0: I'm reset it. Go ahead.
3: You ready for the next one? Yeah, I
2: sure am. I don't know about you guys, but <coughs> I'm, I'm just as ready as you can get. Hey, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you guys hear me okay? Sure can.
7: Hi, Rip.
8: What's your name?
7: Well, thank you guys for taking uh, Juan. You're Juan,
2: all right?
4: Juan, yeah. Juan. There you go. (laughs)
7: Yeah,
2: I can do the Um, Spanish lingo. Thank you for taking my
3: call. Oh. Say again?
2: I can do the Spanish lingo all day. days on NPR. Yeah, I listen to NPR every (laughs) once in a while. Garcia. Juan (laughs) Garcia. No, they won't. They won't pronounce anything else with a with the native accent. Right. But Spanish has got to be Juan Garcia. <laughs> you notice that pattern?
4: I hear too much.
2: The goddamn Frenchman. <laughs> I really. I if if I'm ever on NPR again, I'm going to insist that they pronounce my last oh, name with the.
3: Wait, with the, on NPR again? You've been on. Oh, you have been on NPR. Yeah, a long, yeah, long yeah. time ago. Yeah.
2: Long time ago, back before they were full blown Chinese Communist right, Party.
3: Right. <laughs> so, Juan. I'll take your response off the air. How can we help? That's my favorite you? part. I'll take the response off And the I'll air. take the response off the air. Um, <laughs>
7: well, I, I guess it's more so I just wanted to kind of uh, call in just to have an opportunity to talk to you and and then kind of thank you for um, uh, for putting your program out there on YouTube and stuff. Um, uh, what's it called? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little nervous. Um, I had came, um, I had came across your, your program back in around December. I was, um, in November of last year, I had messed up my lower back. Wow. Um, I was I, like, maybe for like five step maybe 10 years I was doing bodybuilding. And, um, in November of last year, I kind of messed up, I messed up my lower back. And I was like, to the point where I was like laying down on the floor. Cause it was just so, uh, you know, debilitating to just walk and stuff. Anyways, but I came across this video from, um, I think it was like a seminar. It was like four parts. I think it's called uh, lifting with lower back pain. And then with that, I, that's when I discovered that, you know, the recommendation to, you know, brace your core and, and lift, you know, squat and deadlift. Like no, you can, you like, didn't hear me say your-
2: brace your core.
7: No, no, not brace your core, but. Um, good,
2: good. Let's get that you straight. Know,
7: well, yeah, this, yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's get yeah, that straight uh, right now. Yeah. And- <laughs> well not brace your core but you know take a deep breath and be you know pushing on your pushing on your um abdominal wall with the with the with your air and all that stuff um but anyways uh and then so then once i was able to get like get back on my feet and stuff i started actually doing the program in january and so since january and i think I had, I had never deadlifted before that. I think I had attempted it once, and I hadn't – because I didn't know how to deadlift, I messed up my lower – I messed up my lower back at that time, and that was years and years ago. Um, but then I actually – I you know, I was afraid to – be. you know, I don't, I don't mean to sound like a pussy or anything, but <laughs> but I was afraid of deadlifting, and then I was kind of scared of squatting too. But then once I, you know, watched your videos and then kind of uh, watched them over, over and over again, I, I got the technique down. And it was kind of difficult to get into a uh, put my back into a horizontal position with the um, with the squat you know because I had tr- I was doing more bodybuilding squats and so anyways uh, since then I've been able to um, I, I think my max at that time was uh, maybe close to 250 250 for squat and then I the most I had tried at that time was like 275 for deadlift and then now I'm at 2 365 for squat and then 350. Or no, three six. Oh, actually, I'm I'm actually, but that was about the same for squat and deadlift. Um,
2: yeah, your deadlift ought to be more good or both. squat than that. Uh, yeah, a, I that think it's
7: just that I, don't, I, I had to watch one of your videos um, about how you're supposed to be, uh, about the programming and stuff, and mm-hmm. so like, if um, I wanted to stay consistent with the five pound increments, because I know for sure that I can go up at a higher, you know uh, build up my deadlift a lot faster, but I want to like be able to, and I don't I mean, I guess, well, at least based on that recommendation that from that video, I forgot which video it was, but, um, yeah, I could I think for sure I can deadlift a lot more. Well, I think you I, should I be deadlifting
2: a lot more. And the reason you should be deadlifting a lot more is if you can deadlift heavier weights, then mm-hmm. it makes your back stronger. And what does that do to your squat?
3: Uh, makes it stronger Hs too. Stronger too.
2: Yeah. Are you de- are you
3: deadlifting yeah. once a week, Juan?
7: Oh, that's well. That's the thing. I, I, okay. Well, uh, and I know you might get mad, but, but um, I I made some modifications. Um, so I am deadlifting uh, what? Once a week.
2: You motherfucker! Uh, <laughs> See how mad I get.
7: <laughs> uh, I, I I've been. How often are you but deadlifting? I, so I've been deadlift, uh, I deadlift on Wednesdays and on
3: Saturdays. And you're going up five pounds each time.
7: No, I, I actually I was doing that initially, but then I started doing I, what I started doing was um, just once a once a week I'll go up. So even yeah, if so, I so starting like this
3: week-
2: so want so let me ask you a very important question: Do you have the book Practical yeah. Programming for Strength Training?
7: You're going to
3: get mad, but... Juan, <laughs> you motherfucker! Juan, just start deadlifting
2: twice a week. Juan. Juan. Juan, listen. Dos Juan. Meses. yeah. Get the book and do the program. Okay. All of these questions have already been answered for you, and you need to do the program that's in the book because all of the problems that you're having are the result of your not having done the program in the book. I appreciate your support, yeah. but you're going to have to support me one more time and buy the gray book. Okay.
7: No, oh, yeah, I, I will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah you no. need to do that and I will. when,
2: and, and do the program in the gray book, you're probably what we would call an advanced novice. So you need to do, so. you need to read the whole thing. Okay. But you need okay. to, so you understand the the whole system Juan, and where you, read, you fit in Read the in whole form. thing,
0: Juan. If you read the whole thing, you'll be the first person to ever read the whole thing. Well, <laughs> that's, that's right. True. You want to be number one. That's how you get there. Because people flip through the book and say, "I'm doing this now."
2: I think I'd like to do this one, yeah. and they read that. It says and Texas do
0: it. in it, so I'm doing this, and then
2: without having read any of the shit that comes in front of it.
3: This is good though, because a lot of people a lot of people mess this up and. If, you, if your squat, and this is Juan and this is for everybody else, if your squat is at the same number as your deadlift, quit deadlifting once a week. Add another deadlift day in because it's not – that amount of weight is not overly stressful. And people go down to one time a week deadlifts because they're getting heavy. It's fine. But – uh-huh. Once once those two lifts are, are back to where they're this about the same number, you gotta go back and start start running the deadlift back up. And
2: for God's sakes, what? Okay. Put five pounds on the bar every time you deadlift until your numbers are at a reasonable spread. If you're if you're squatting three sixty-five and you're not deadlifting four twenty-five, 20. four thirty-five, then you're just not where you need to be. Now there are extenuating Circumstances occasionally, you might have little short, stubby fingers and fat hands. You might have a long torso and short arms. But barring any anthropometric weirdness, if if you're not Mm -hmm. deadlifting at this point in your training, if you're not deadlifting twenty percent, twenty five percent more than you're squatting. You're just not training the deadlift correctly. Either that or you're not squatting low enough. You're not yeah, squatting exactly. below That's peril. The other
7: problem. Oh, no. Trust me. I, no, no, no. Yeah, trust me. I, I make sure I, I record my – if, well, if possible, I'll try to upload my video – one of my videos so, so that you guys can check. Because I, I make sure that I'm squatting. Because even when I was doing the bodybuilding squats, it was more – I wasn't really squatting, you know, as, as prescribed – well, as low as I could be. And now I make sure that – I actually had – I had to actually go back um when I was I think I had got to the 3:40 on Squaw or even 3:35 I think is what it was. I had to go back down because I when watching my video I saw that I wasn't going down and I think it was just more so that I was uh kind of because I do have one of the things and I did not mention it and I All right. um Hey Juan, How much caffeine How much go- coffee man?
0: do you drink a day? <laughs> yeah. How many hey, cups yeah. How right. many cups of coffee have you had today? <laughs>
7: how do you know what the <laughs> we can tell that well, he's like fucking wearing we, out, man. because we tired. do it ourselves <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right one yeah. listen to me listen to me get off the phone okay get on the internet order the book get off the phone when the book gets there read yes, the book do that thing okay
3: and go deadlift today Got yeah. it. deadlift pounds, today add five, five pounds, pounds last get time. some of that right. energy
7: out bubba
2: all right thanks for the call Whoa! Wow, man, I'm all exhausted. (laughs) I should have taken some more caffeine, I think.
0: (laughs) Juan already took it all.
2: (laughs) It's all gone.
8: Hello. Hey, how's it going?
2: It's going very, very well. How are you?
8: It's also going very, very well.
2: Good, good. Who's this?
8: This is Dimitri from Toronto.
2: Cool. it's happening, Dimitri?
8: Oh, not much. Uh, I just wanted to ask you guys, I have a politics slash immigration question.
2: Oh, this will be excellent. Nice. Okay. I'm an immigration expert.
3: Let's just get this out of the way Wonderful. first. I what? think we should open the border and switch to a uh, consumption tax, remove all income tax, fair tax, consumption tax and let anybody who wants to come here come.
2: That'd be fine with me. That works for you? That'd be fine with me. The only problem with that is it would generate way too much revenue for the government.
3: That's true. That's true. Let's start at 10%.
2: 10%? Shall we? So that Dimitri can come down here anytime he wants to and spend a bunch of money and we get 10%. Yeah, that's
3: true. Yeah, we don't want to keep Dimitri out.
2: No, shit, no. Shit, no.
8: Haven't been to Texas. Would love to have some barbecue. It's pretty good.
2: And it's all right.
3: Not around here, but most other Not here in
2: Wichita Falls, but uh, Central Texas barbecue is good.
3: All right. You asked awesome. the people from we North
2: Carolina it. about that. They've got a completely different idea, but uh, <laughs> I have different ideas about their <laughs> the, barbecue. The wrong too. ideas. <laughs> so, anyway.
8: What so, did? my question is... Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so my question is: uh, How are you guys in Texas dealing with the uh, recent influx of refugees from uh, that state that begins with a C out west?
2: We shoot them. <laughs> we just shoot them,
0: and they can't shoot back because have... they don't have guns.
2: <laughs> yeah, they don't know anything about guns, they so they when we shoot them, they can't defend themselves.
0: That's what we ought to do. Don't ask any questions. That's what
2: we ought to do about it. What we're actually doing about it is begging them to not vote the way they voted previously, which got them in the position they are in to have to move from that state that begins with a C.
0: The, the fortunate thing about Cali, well, right? Yeah. The, Isn't it Cali? Cali. Cali. <laughs> The fortunate Kelly. thing about them moving here is they only go to one place, and that's Austin. So yeah. everywhere else in we, Texas is pretty safe from them yeah. other than Austin.
2: Yeah, we don't see them in Wichita Falls. Yes. Wichita Falls is not nearly that was trendy be my follow enough. Up. So uh, Californians. That was going to be
8: my follow-up. Are they are they migrating north to Wichita Falls? Or no, they just, not this uh, far
3: north.
2: Not this far north. It's just no. not trendy. Yeah.
3: Well, we do get here, though. Have there so- been any uh, – well, What we get here is a lot of Air Force guys who, who get stationed here for a couple of years, officers, and then they, they stay. They stay forever.
8: That's
2: been going on for a long time. Oh, has it? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's been going on for years and years and years okay. because of the, the Shepherd Air Force Base out here. And uh, the guys that uh, were stationed here and that, you know, officers with a housing allowance that bought a, bought a house figured out. You know a long time ago that this is a cheap place to live it's quiet there's no traffic jams there are uh you know you get a decent bottle of wine here you can crime is low you you don't get to go see major concert events here but what adult does that anyway you know (laughs) and uh you know so we've we've picked up over the decades a lot of very good people from uh, uh, from the military who've been stationed here and decided that this wasn't a terribly bad place to stay. Uh, w- we haven't seen the influx of Californians here that, that Central Texas has seen. Central Texas is trendy. Wichita Falls is, of course, a backwater shithole, right? And uh, so they're not going to bother us up here. Uh, it's just too dissimilar to where they're coming from. They tried to replace football
8: with high school yoga. Do what now? <laughs> Have they tried to replace high school football with high school yoga? Uh,
2: I, I know think, you don't care about football. I, I don't football, think but. so, but I I you know don't let's not give them any ideas, Dimitri. Sorry about that. Let's My just apologies. keep those ideas to ourselves. Uh, yeah,
8: being a good Canadian, I have to apologize profusely now.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, we've... Uh, when I was in Boise, that we,
3: was, there was at the hotel, I <clears throat> was visiting people up there, and uh, in the hotel, so you imagine the, the parking garage, the entire level that we were parked on was all California license plates. And there was a family... They're you know, looking for houses and stuff. So there's yeah. a family unloading their shit as we're coming out, and uh, and the the wife sees us, and she goes, oh, you guys are from Texas. And uh, she's like, we were thinking about Texas, too. I was like, no, don't. No. And she goes, I know. Don't think she about said, Texas. She said, I know, I know, but we're not like them. <laughs> we're the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that need to get out. That's what they all say, man. Yeah, yeah they
2: all say the same, <laughs> yeah. same thing. And now, as of today, I just heard, uh, that Boise has reinstituted the mask mandate for all public buildings in
3: Boise. Surprised. yeah.
2: Because yep. masks, you know, masks worked so well for the past year and a half that we now have to do it again
3: except now they have to say regardless of vaccination status. Regardless so you of vaccination little, status.
2: You, you know, isn't it interesting <laughs> that vaccination status doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. in terms of you're catching the disease?
5: <laughs> isn't
3: that interesting? That's <laughs> funny.
2: They never said that about smallpox, <laughs> no. or polio, no. or rubella, or any of that other.
3: How are you guys doing in Canada? Are you allowed to go places?
8: Uh, so where I live, we're in step three, which means uh gyms are open uh you can go get a haircut now oh man um <laughs> yeah i um what a treat i got ahead of the curve yeah i got ahead of the curve and um bought a bunch of equipment so that i never had to go to a commercial gym again um spent a fair bit of money but it was worth it worth it um but uh yeah there uh, independence yeah, it is expensive. depends on how you live but yeah, it is. It's very expensive, especially in Toronto. Kind of like, um, I almost hate to say this LA, but you know, is what it is. But, yeah. um, yeah, we're allowed to do things. It's just, you know, we're just, they keep sort of throwing that little chestnut out there that, you know, the numbers could be rising or this and that.
2: Hey, yeah. I mean, yeah, the frustrating. <laughs> Delta tau Chi variant is, uh, is on the rise. Yeah, and then yeah. next will be the Sigma Kappa Omega variant. Yeah, until we get through all the sororities. Have they ever considered that
8: days. that might be offensive to Greek people? Of course not.
2: You know, uh, no. that's a very good question. I think that is, uh, I think that is worth considering. What do you fucking idiots calling this the Delta variant? Do you have no consideration for the feelings of Greeks?
8: I mean, you have one on staff. I wonder how Pete feels.
3: <laughs> we don't care how Pete feels. Not one bit.
2: Pete's <laughs> Pete's tough. <laughs> Pete's tough. He's been conditioned over the over the years. He's been associated with us to to just cry take it. in in private. He just takes it. <laughs> yeah. He just takes it.
5: Yep.
2: <clears throat> and uh, you know, he's gotten he's got thick skin. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I don't know the, the the bigger problem with immigration is from the southern border. Uh, the wonderful Biden administration. Let me ask you a question. Could I just walk into Canada without presenting any kind of identification or any proof of a job or anything like that? Can I walk into Canada and do anything I wanted to do?
8: Uh, no, 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 you can't do that.
2: No, I can't do that. I remember the Canadian border quite well and I, I can't do that yet. The Biden administration is just fine with letting anybody waltz across the river that wants to come into the United States. And, uh, you know.
0: They asked them politely, please show up to court later on.
2: Please show up to court later on. But more importantly, uh, vote Democrat.
3: Yes. <laughs> that's a, I guess it depends where they're point. from. Because where was, where was uh, our future president, Kamala, where she was telling them not to come? was that, were she in Guatemala? You remember that? She's I, like, I, don't, don't. She's she she like, was
2: don't not come. on the border. No, no, <laughs>
3: she that. sure as fuck wasn't on the border. <laughs> Where, do you remember where she I don't was? I don't remember that. It
2: was one of the Central American <coughs> banana Central America republics. So versus, yeah. It was because Guatemala or
0: El Salvador or
3: something. was to the, to the uh, U.S., don't come. Was it one
0: of the countries that— Oh, they told they, all
3: the Cubans not to come. Oh, yeah, there. I was about
0: to say, the ones that are escaping communism yeah. that won't vote for
3: anything left. That won't vote for <laughs> yeah. Democrats. They, they can't, they can't come. come. They can't come. They They're can't come,
2: but everybody else is welcome.
3: Yeah. Why? I remember getting stopped— It's
2: racism to enforce the border, of course. So I think you Canadians need to remember that. You know, next time, if I ever again, which I'm not going to do, but if I ever again decide I'm going to go into Canada and they immediately give me a big giant ration of shit for no apparent reason at the Canadian border, I'm just going to say racism. I mean, I'm an American. You guys are being racist against me. And uh, we'll see how that goes.
3: They stopped me six times in that airport in Toronto.
2: Oh, they're just... That, that's thats the biggest collection. I mean, collection within, of,
3: within 100 yards. Like, one yeah. group that stopped me could see that I was stopped over there. And they stop how
2: many me. of them were 30-year-old women?
3: They were all pretty big dudes.
2: Oh, guys? Yeah. See, every time I've been given a big ration of shit in Canada, it's been by a 30-year-old woman who just graduated from cunt school. <laughs> top of her class no
3: these were big dudes with dogs and shit oh really
2: yeah <laughs> well that's because you look like an arab <laughs> i would stop here too i mean no, no if true. i were you i, I would, would stop i me. would stop me too right yeah right all right well
3: we should learn, we could learn from the canadians
2: yeah we can all right well thanks for the call dimitri talk to you later man okay
3: who'd be next <laughs> dimitri hung up before we were done
2: he got tired of our yeah, shit. Yeah, he's
3: tired of listening, talking about his country. Hello.
9: Hello. This is Virginia.
2: Hi, Virginia. How are you?
9: Good. I'm from Tennessee, the cousin of Texas.
2: Tennessee and Texas Indeed. are Indeed. inexorably linked in history. You know? Yes. My family where, was from Tennessee. Is that
3: where the Parkers came from?
2: The Parkers
3: was that yeah the Parkers the the Quana Parker and all them didn't they come from Tennessee?
2: Quana Parker was I mean not Quana his family I'm talking about his family probably there was a huge amount of immigration from Tennessee into Texas in the 1800s. I'd say half of the population sure of Tennessee. Texas came from
5: Tennessee.
2: Yep. Uh, Cynthia Ann. Ann. Virginia's it's probably got ancestors who came to Texas from Tennessee.
9: Actually, I'm originally from Colorado, so. Oh, well. But so many Californians came to Colorado, I had to come to Tennessee. You had to get the hell out of there.
2: We understand completely. Yes. We understand completely. That's one good reason to live yep. in the shittiest part of Texas.
9: <laughs> well, Wichita so, Falls isn't shitty. Shittier than El Paso? Have, you ever, have uh, you ever been to El Paso?
2: Virginia, have you been here? No. you Well, Wichita Falls is pretty shitty. But that's becoming an advantage. (laughs) So anyway, what's going on, dear?
9: It's a safe place to uh, weather the storm.
2: That's what we're doing.
9: That's
2: what we're doing.
9: So I have a question. I hope I can articulate this well enough for you. Well, I'll help you if you can. Thank you. So I have switched from the Novice Linear Progression to Intermediate, Mm -hmm. and I uh, I do have three of your books, by the way. I have all three of them. Well, good.
3: Did you read them?
9: I did. I've read the Blue Book, and I've read the Barbell Prescription, but I have only glanced, I'm sorry, through Practical Programming. See, nobody reads it. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody
3: reads it too they buy, hard. They buy
0: it. They don't get through <laughs> Not <it>. enough pictures.
3: <laughs> At least she bought it, though. <laughs> well, a-
9: you know, the blue book and um, barbell description has so much information it. you got to kind of digest it, you know, for a little bit. Well, yeah,
2: they're textbooks. Tie it out. They're textbooks. They're not, uh, you know, Mike Hammer novels. <laughs> so uh,
9: No. And I actually have gone back to reread the blue book. And I, it's pretty idea. amazing how much you get out of it the second time around. Yep.
2: Think about the 14th time. Oh, my God.
9: <laughs> yeah, probably writing it, too, is a little like I'm you know, tired of writing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. telling people the same thing over and over again. That's probably kind of annoying, too. Talking
2: to people on the phone over and over <laughs> again.
9: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'll make this brief. All right. Um, so. I will try anyway. So I've gone from the novice linear progression to um, an intermediate. And I'm using the uh, um, barbell prescription, sort of there um, showing going from novice to intermediate. So my question is this, though, I'm not really quite grasping going, so I'm doing like volume on Monday and intensity on Friday. Right. And I'm not really quite grasping how to drive the volume with intensity here's here's what i think is my issue and i wanted your opinion so let's say i did a 175 squat and for volume and it went fine and it went great and, and, and by I that you mean five a sets of
2: five
9: uh, well i do i don't do five sets of five should i i mean they recommend still the um three rep sets five right so sets. five
2: sets of 3
9: yeah All right. so and that goes fine i i'm able to maintain good tightness on my back. Mm-hmm. But when I try to up it by say ten percent I'm finding that it's very difficult for me to keep the tightness in my back. Like my maybe my upper back is got is, is weak compared to it's not the um, butt or the legs that seems mm-hmm. to be fine. It's the upper back. The bar moves. Right. And I try to keep it tight but it still moves. So this is during I guess the my squat during the squat, yeah. Right. So my question is if I'm, I'm, prob- I'm probably picking too high of a number is what I'm assuming for the intensity.
2: Not necessarily. It may be Not something more simple than that. Uh, first, okay. how old are you?
9: I'm 60.
2: You're 60. Do you have uh, what would be considered a kyphosis
9: I don't know
2: what that is. That is an exaggerated curve in your upper back.
9: Um, I don't know. I don't think. Like so. a, I, I think they like used to call it hump? a
2: widow's peak or a widow's hump or something like that. No. You don't. Your back, don't upper back's nice. and straight. <laughs> Pretty straight.
9: Yeah. All
2: right. There is a there is a common form problem that could be responsible for for the back, for for the bar moving on your back, and it could very well be that you are merely uh, placing the bar too high instead okay. of in the correct low bar position. You You may have the bar too high on your traps. If you place Sorry. the bar too high on your traps, it will roll up during a correctly executed back squat. Okay. Okay. So the first thing I would do is check and make sure that the barbell is as low on your back as you can get it with the closest grip that you can take. Okay. Now that may fix it immediately. It may in fact. Okay.
9: All right. I will try that.
2: All right. That'd be the first thing I'd try, but I... The the programming is is probably not the issue.
3: Yeah, don't confuse a form All issue right. with a programming issue. If you uh, it, no, but I just was
9: wondering if I was picked too high. Sure, I, I'm guessing I, it's, it's, it's anything's possible. A, I can't uh, see the,
2: you know, I don't have a video of what you're doing, but uh, anything is possible. But if you're, what are you using for your volume day weight? Your your Monday workout weight.
9: Uh. It was 175, and then I went up to uh, 190 for the intensity day.
2: That sounds about right for a female. That's about the correct split. Uh, But I don't think 15 pounds is going to make that much a difference in your form if you can actually squat the weight. I think this is much more likely to be a bar placement issue.
9: All right, I'll try that, because I was wondering if I just... Because I know I can feel like maybe my back is not nearly as tense or tight with the 190 as it is with the 175. Well, that's, and that's maybe that's the, kind the, of a brain issue, to
2: too. All right.
9: Is that... Yeah, maybe I'm just intimidated by well, it. Well, it,
2: it may be. Now, you, you cannot approach your five sets of three-day weight with the same attitude that you approach your heavy intensity day weight okay you can't just wander up to the rack and take it out of the rack and assume you're going to get all of the reps of it if you're not okay you you've got to get a little bit more uh revved up for that friday heavier weight than you are and you've got to make sure it's tight you've got to make sure that you're stomping the floor and you know, grinding your teeth and yelling and screaming and hitting yourself in the mouth and stuff like that. And you, you've got to you've got to psych up for that heavier weight or you're not going to stay. You can't take it out of the rack casually like you can get away with doing on the Monday workout. All right. Because on Monday, you're just doing the work, right? You just, just trudge right. through and do the work friday it's heavy you might not get it done right so you you've got to approach it with a different attitude and it it may have something to do with that but the first thing i would check would be the bar placement and your grip okay all right and we've got videos on the on the website that deal with this several of them deal with bar placement grip width the effective grip width on bar placement, all this stuff. Just look at every, look at all of those videos and see if you can see uh, uh, what the problem might be. And if you want to, post a video on the technique forum and we'll look at it.
3: Yeah, post a forum. Okay, check, post great. Form okay. And, and Virginia, one other thing. It sounds like you're trying to determine your intensity day weight based on what you did for volume, and you've got that backwards. The point is to drive up your volume. So you need to be hitting a PR on your, uh, I'm sorry, drive up your intensity day. So you need to be yeah. hitting a PR every Friday on intensity day and then the following week, let's say you did 190 this week. Next week you're gonna do 192 and a half or 192 or 195 or whatever it is. So that's your goal and then the Monday volume day May need to be adjusted yeah. up or down to make that happen. So don't base what's happening on Friday uh, on what happened on Volume Day. Right. So that the volume intensity
2: weight, day is the driver.
3: Right. <clears throat> so that Volume Day may fluctuate up and down, and that's okay.
9: I see. So I'm so by say okay. I did like say 175. Okay. So I go in the next Monday. I'm going to do 77 and a half. That isn't what depends on what, it's what you did Friday.
2: Depends what you do right. tomorrow, whatever you do tomorrow has a bearing on what you're going to do on Monday. Right. You may be at the same weight tomorrow. I mean, same weight Monday yep. as you were this past Monday. Depending on what happened on Friday. Yep. All right? This is one well, of the reasons you want to sense. read the gray book. Because all of this is in there.
3: Yeah, and with, right. with such a small spread between your volume and intensity work, you, you don't your your, inten- your volume stuff is going to catch up to your intensity. So you've got to keep that split kind of close. So it's it's okay if you don't go up on volume day every single week, but intensity day does have to go up every single week. By you know you're an intermediate. I see. By definition, it's going to go up every single week. May just it go up
2: a pound.
3: Exactly, but it's going to go up. You're, a Sixty
2: year old female. If it goes up a pound, you're you're making money. You know but you've got a you, you you've got to drive up the intensity because that's what pulls the volume along behind it okay okay
9: well that was, that's that's good advice because I guess I was I had that backwards I was thinking the volume no. drove the intensity Yep. no it doesn't so, I,
2: it, it really doesn't okay it's the other way around and you'll you'll figure that out The first day, you you take the bar out of the rack on Friday and attack it instead of passively trying to squat it. Yeah.
5: you got to attack the bar on Friday,
2: all right? Right. You can get away with just doing the work on Monday, but if you're not in in an attack mode on Friday, it's going to feel heavy. Right. And it may wiggle around. But again, first investigate the your your bar placement and your grip. Okay? Sounds
9: great. Thank you All for right. calling, Thank you guys dear. For the help. Good luck. Okay.
2: All right.
3: Okay. Okay. Ready?
2: Keep I going. am. I'm having so goddamn much fun here, I can't even talk. You know. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even talk.
3: You're uh Earbuds have stayed in. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. It was the gorilla glue.
3: Ah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Hello there. Howdy. How's it going? Oh, you know,
2: it's all right. Who are you? That's
4: awesome here. Uh, my name's Harris. And Harris? I'm calling from, that is right. All right. I'm calling from Canada, Nova Scotia.
3: Ooh, more Canadians.
2: Two Canadians in a yeah, row. Yeah, I am Canadian. Well, not not in a row, but we had in a had a Toronto one,
3: right? Toronto,
2: and now a Nova Scotian. Are you Scottish by ancestry?
3: Uh, actually, my
4: grandma comes from Switzerland, so I got some Swiss ancestry.
2: Right. Dual passport.
4: So I have a couple. Of, Probably not. Uh, do I have a passport?
2: Do you have a, Do you have two passports?
4: Uh, no, I don't have a, a dual citizenship. I just I was born in ah,
2: Canada. I've known several Canadians that had dual citizenship. So Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's a complete, absolute waste of time to have gone off in that direction, and I'd <laughs> like to take this opportunity to apologize to our regular viewers for having done so. So, what's your question? Uh, I just have some, uh, I have
4: some uh, n- nutritional questions I'd like to ask you.
2: Well, I may be the wrong guy, but we'll let's give it a shot. Give it a shot.
4: Um, so, the milk you guys have in the states—is it of uh, good quality?
2: No, it's virtually poisonous. We never drink it.
3: Don't they call okay. milk a weird uh, thing up there? They call it uh, homo milk. Is, is dairy? Is, no, no, no.
4: <laughs> we, we have, um, have homogenized.
2: Yeah, that's that's whole know. milk. We homogenize our milk too. Okay. We, we pasteurize um, it and homogenize it.
0: Y'all speak okay. for yourself. I don't drink homo milk.
2: No homo.
3: Mm, I don't drink it. Don't no homo hope. milk. What what levels of fatness do you guys have in your milk? Do you have I mean we have two percent, one percent, whole milk. Whole milk is milk. three
2: and a half anymore. That's right. Three and a half percent.
3: Yeah. That's the same here. Okay. You guys use the same terminology.
2: Well, why would you think that our milk was shitty in the United States?
4: No, I I I was under the impression that it would be a, a little bit better actually.
2: Well, I mean, there's a bunch of dairy farmers down here, you know, uh, our growing season is longer. Uh, most of the dairy farmers I know feed alfalfa, uh, to, uh, to their dairy cows. Uh, real good quality hay, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those, to- those guys take real good care of those cows, real good care yeah. of the cows. Uh,
4: well, I know that this is a, might be a stereotype, but I know that everything in Texas is bigger and better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true of me. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, uh,
8: so yeah,
4: so I have, uh, I've been struggling to gain weight for some time now. It's only until recently that I've gained like a marginal five pounds over the course of like a year when that's when I started uh, seriously listening.
2: Harris, uh, I can take a three pound shit. Okay, five pounds is not a marginal yeah. weight gain. That is a measuring anomaly.
0: Yeah.
2: That's, a, that's a measurement yeah. error. You're not gaining any weight. Why are you not gaining weight?
4: Well, I was uh, wondering about uh, your quality of milk because... How, how tall uh, are, are you? The stuff I bought, I'm a six foot. I'm a I'm a twig.
2: And what do you weigh?
4: Uh, I In think poons. I'm around like... All right. Uh, oh yeah for some reason Nova Scotia we all just use pounds anyways.
2: Oh good. So what uh, do you so like? I
4: weigh around like one eight, I weigh around like 182.
2: One, six foot 182. yeah you're a little light. So what did you have for breakfast this morning?
4: Uh, well on a I've been trying to this I to morning have like eggs every what did afternoon. you have
2: for breakfast?
4: Uh, I had three eggs. 3 What else? Yep.
2: And what else?
4: a uh, uh, piece of toast and a glass of milk.
2: How yep. many how much milk was in the glass?
4: Uh be like a cup and a half.
2: And what else, what did you have for lunch? Uh
4: for lunch, when I got home from work, I think i just kind of (laughs) starved.
0: i think i know why you're not getting well i I mean
2: (laughs) (laughs) so my question is why are you calling us (laughs) you know exactly what's wrong why do i have to tell you what's
4: wrong
3: it's got nothing to do with the
2: quality of milk in texas
3: (laughs) it's true yeah quality of milk's not the problem (laughs) the quality (laughs) of
2: milk's not the problem the quantity of the milk is the problem and the fact that else. you're not willing to get uncomfortable when you eat is the problem. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable, uncomfortably full when you eat.
3: Well, and for him, it uncomfortable just means actually eating. Yes. I mean, eating three, at least three times a day. Probably more like five times a day. Yes, um, and you have to do that consistently. It Has nothing to do with the milk, man. I mean, the milk is a is a is a way to help. Milk with the situation. is a tool. Yeah.
2: gallon of milk a day is our little famous deal, and but that's not going to help yet, you
3: th- six months down the line if you haven't fixed your actual problem, which is you don't like to eat.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's a, a gallon of milk a day in addition to you know a whole lot of food always works. But if all you eat is a gallon of milk a day, you're still not going to gain any weight because that's only a couple of thousand calories. The the, the milk works because it's a couple of thousand extra calories on top of thirty five hundred calories of food, which you're not even thinking about.
3: Yeah, I bet I bet you're under two thousand right. calories a day. You know, if, if you, you know how many you know
2: how much protein is in three eggs? 22
3: grams
2: that's it and a guy that's trying to gain weight that weighs 185 pounds that is six foot needs to be getting at least 250 grams of protein a day and you're not even knocking on the door of 100 grams of protein a day so uh you know uh,
3: harris do you have do you have trouble with milk
4: no, no, I love milk.
2: Oh. Well, well love it more. Milk, man. Be more faithful. Be a more faithful yeah. lover
4: buy, of milk. Well, that's why I was I was wondering uh, if you guys have like different laws uh, regarding raw milk.
0: Yeah, we do. Some yeah. places do. Yeah.
2: Some places allow you to buy raw milk. Some places don't. It's just damn expensive. Mm-hmm. It's too damn expensive. You can't buy raw milk. If you're going to drink a gallon of it a day, it's too damn much money. And it doesn't matter whether it's raw or not. The bacteria count in raw milk might be 10 times as high as the bacteria count in pasteurized milk. And it's not one iota more nutritious. All that bullshit about raw milk being, that's all bullshit. Look, especially if you're trying to drink a gallon of it a day. You can't afford a gallon of raw milk a day, and this is just an excuse. And you know it's just an excuse, so drop the pasteurized versus raw shit. You're not eating enough food. Harris, Harris, you're not eating enough food. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to eat for dinner tonight? What, What do you got planned for dinner tonight?
4: Um. Don't say I don't what I want to hear.
2: Tell me what you got planned for dinner tonight.
3: I have no
4: idea. I'm only 18.
3: There I we go. Harris, here's what you're going go to do. Go to the grocery store and buy a pound of ground beef, 80-20. Uh, cook some rice and eat the whole pound of ground beef and eat a bunch of rice with it, and that's good. And then tomorrow, eat two pounds of ground beef throughout the day. Do hey, that every day, drink a bunch of milk. Harris, the excuse
0: good. of I'm only eighteen does not work. Yeah. We don't <laughs> it doesn't care work, about man. You, you gotta you, start taking some responsibility 18, and eat some
3: fucking
2: food. Uh, eighteen is like being on anabolic steroids. Yeah. There's a right? chance, man. You're oh. in the the most productive years of your life for growing muscle mass. If you will just take advantage of the opportunity. And load the bar a little heavier every time you train and try to get thrown out. Do they have all-you-can-eat places in Nova Scotia? Uh, not many. Yeah, probably not. So you're just going to have to eat too much. Hey, you uh, have to was, eat more than you're comfortable eating. And the what you eat is not as important as how much you eat, especially not right now. Now, when, when you get to be 50, you know, there are health considerations that, that have to be paid attention to, but you're 18. You cannot develop heart disease if you're training. It doesn't matter what you eat. You just need to eat more of it. Okay?
0: I was training a 17-year-old. He yeah. came in at 180, and he was about 6 foot. I told him, you need to get to 220 as fast as possible. His one rep max was 360, and he gained 40 pounds, did exactly what I said, and in about – Four months, I had them doing four seventy for five. So it's not an excuse, man. Nah, it's not. Nope. Okay.
3: Go buy a bunch of ground beef. It's if you buy one pound packages, you can literally look at it and know whether you ate enough food or not. Because you have eight one pound packages in your fridge. Take two of them out, cook it, and eat all of it in one day. Well, Add and if, rice, but if they sell it in on.
2: one of those big old ten pound chubs and it's cheaper. Well Just measure it off.
3: Whatever, yeah. But you've got a task, finish this food by the end of the week. Yeah. And that may help you.
2: Might I don't know. You're going to have to overcome the fact that you don't like to eat. Sometimes that's hard to do. But thanks for the call. All right?
3: Thank you. Harris. Okay.
2: What time is it? How deep are we? It's 5.01
3: p.m. One hour and 20 minutes of calls, of being live. You would take one more?
2: You want to take one more? Yeah. Let's take one more. Let's take one more.
0: We'll do one
3: more. Maybe it's Juan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll take one more.
8: (laughs) rusty.
3: Rusty. Hello. Hey, how's it going?
0: Good,
2: good, good. How are you? Hey, it's Kyle from Philly. Hi, Kyle.
6: Good. Good to be on the show. Um, I enjoy your, your show and I was recently listening to the cholesterol episode. Right. Um, it's good to hear somebody talk about this important issue.
8: You know, um, we intend I, to have I him on get out of end. it. So what, uh, I'm going
2: to, I'm going to get him back. Oh, on. that would be great. And we're just going to talk about cholesterol because of the, the, the absolute amazing depth of the bullshit that, that is still circulating about dietary cholesterol after all these goddamn years uh i need to have him back on and uh we need to set that up here pretty soon because that was uh all right well that's one of our that's one one of the shows that has received more positive comments than anything we've done so yeah we're going to talk to him again
6: okay all right well i'm looking forward to that episode okay um Basically, my, my question was, it, it, uh, that episode went over what was wrong, but I'm, I'm interested in hearing about what I should know rather than what I should know not to know.
2: Well, like what?
6: Um, well, like, for example, if this model is wrong, then what information do I need to know in terms of uh, keeping my heart
2: well, what you need to – well, we'll get him to talk about that. But what I think he's going to tell you is that uh, in terms of heart disease, uh, by far the bigger problem is dietary sugar instead of dietary fat and right. its analogs. Well, dietary and, sugar is the problem. And lifestyle. Okay. And lifestyle. You know, yeah, if you're, you have to be up off
3: of your ass. Yeah. Right. If you're training, all this stuff becomes Absolutely. much easier to manage and much yeah. much less of a concern.
2: If you're training real, real hard, you can eat a bunch of sugar, and it doesn't really, right. doesn't really matter. And this is, like I said to the previous guy, uh, at, when you're young, it's it's real hard to fuck this up. Right? You just need to eat more. Right. Now, when you're 50, you're going to have to start paying attention to your sugar intake and that sort of thing, especially if you've become more sedentary. But if you look at a lifetime of bad eating habits and your diet is constructed around sugar, you know, like most people are raised as children to, to value the taste of sweetness, then you're going to have, you're going to have dietary problems the rest of your life. All right. You, you've got to get to the point where, uh, you don't crave dessert. All right. That's the kind of thing that screws everything up. Human beings have been eating fat, animal fat specifically, for several hundred thousand years. And we have evolved right, the mechanisms to metabolize that effectively. You know, that just the the advent of Ansel Keys back in the nineteen sixties didn't change hundreds of thousands of years of human evolution. All right? And that, that's that got to be gotten past, all right? What not to do is don't eat a bunch of sugar. Which of the two things are right. found in nature as food, sugar or dead animals? Right. Right, okay. So if well, you look I at it from that standpoint, did. look at it from an evolution. That episode. episode. You know, we've— uh, the, the answer is obvious and we'll get him back on all right all right okay thanks for the call
6: well thanks rip you have a great day
2: we'll do it kyle thanks well have we bored enough people yet or not
3: yeah four people on hold still but we can do tell we? Them to go away
2: how long have they been on hold
3: i mean we've it's been a constant i don't want to piss anybody
2: off you want to take one more sure that's fine. With let's me. take one more all right i
3: don't have anywhere to be
6: hello hello hey guys how's it going
2: we're pretty good how are you hey guys,
6: how's it going? uh i'm doing good good day all right what's, um, your, what's your name my name is Curtis. I live on the northern part of Dallas, Texas.
2: So you're just right down the street.
6: Eh, about a two-hour drive from Wichita Falls. Yeah. <laughs> we know. That's right down the street. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's what I we, meant. We, we know. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your question?
6: Um, I guess it's sort of nutrition-related, but it's basically what's your opinion on coffee or caffeine because oh, wow. I know I hear pro it's just the pros that it helps you get awake it shows that it helps with Alzheimer's and it boosts your metabolism mm-hmm. but I've also seen some cons that um it, if you drink enough of it it could hinder calcium absorption it could also if you drink it for a long period of time and too much, it could wear out your adrenal gland. So, <laughs> no, your adrenal glands are in no world. danger
2: from coffee. <laughs> that's bullshit. All right. The most important
3: uh, part about coffee is that it's delicious.
2: Uh, yeah, that's true. You know, so different like people have coffee. different levels of sensitivity to caffeine. This is an important thing to keep in mind. I could drink a cup of coffee and go to bed. It doesn't do a damn thing to me. If I want anything out of caffeine, I have to take, oh, about 300 milligrams of pill caffeine, which is what I did about two hours ago before the show, before we started taping this thing. So I've got my head out of my ass, you know, but, uh, I don't, I, I don't, I could drink three cups of coffee in a couple hours and not not perceive that i have taken any caffeine whereas other people oh like montfort montfort says that if he drinks a cup of coffee at noon he can't go go to to sleep that night
0: now (laughs) montfort's just being dramatic now i don't believe that he's just being dramatic
2: yeah i know he's that's that is so that's such complete bullshit that it's it's astonishingly you know weird you know but i hear people say that i hear people say they and they've what gotten the idea that they're so sensitive to sure. caffeine
3: what happens when you tell yourself oh fuck i just drank caffeine and then you're laying in oh, bed, shit. and you're laying in bed is like oh crap I'm not oh my really god to sleep. i can't go to sleep now yeah. what am i gonna do i'll be tired
2: all day tomorrow Oh, shit. And the only way you to get up and is walk, drink walk around caffeine. and, I, you know, God. man, I had coffee at noon today. Do you know what
3: that means?
2: So, I, you know, it, it's just yeah, it's such, such strangeness. Caffeine is a wonderful substance. All right. It is responsible for people not getting killed on the highway. It is responsible for being able to study longer and get more done and think more clearly, and it is not addictive. It is water-soluble. It doesn't fuck up your adrenal glands. It doesn't do any of that shit. So uh, I think that uh, it is a – in terms of like pre-training – I think you ought to take some caffeine before you train. I think you're crazy if you don't. You know, if it helps your training, then, then take some caffeine before you drink. Now, the only thing about coffee is it bothers a lot of people's stomachs. It's gotten to where it bothers my stomach. I don't drink near as much coffee as I used to. But pill caffeine doesn't bother me at all. Right, they sell it as Vivarin. It's 200 milligram tablets. It takes about 20-25 minutes to absorb. You know, you won't feel it immediately when you take it, uh, but uh, I find that to be very, very helpful. And so, and I'll take it every day, obviously. But when I need, when I need some, I'll take it, and it works very, very well. But my point is, I have to have 300 milligrams of the shit before I can tell what's going on. Right, tell anything happened. Now, I've never taken six hundred milligrams. Uh, I don't know what that does. That probably, uh, you know,
0: might make you a little jittery. I, I
2: might ma- make me a time. little jittery. Might make me throw an arrhythmia. Who knows? I might, but I I don't take that much, so I don't. I mean, I'm in control of this, see? so I just do two or three hundred at a time. Uh, but I don't think there's anything uh. wrong with caffeine. Uh, tea does not have as much right. caffeine in it as everybody seems to think it does. You know, I think a cup of I tea. I think they like it like
6: more protein. for the antioxidant effect.
2: What, the caffeine has an antioxidant effect or tea, isn't it? No, the tea. Yeah. Tea's got maybe 30 milligram of caffeine in a cup. It's not a actual source of caffeine. Look, if you're bothered by 30 milligrams of caffeine. You need to get something checked because that's not, that's not normal. Yeah.
6: All right. I'm not, but I will admit I kind of learned the hard way in college that I took a few Excedrin before I went to bed because I had a terrible migraine, but I took it right before I went to bed. I couldn't sleep all night. So Excedrin, my has, parents, I they think are,
2: Excedrin has 200 milligram of caffeine in it. I'm, I don't know. It might, I may be uh-uh. wrong about that. It might be just 100 milligrams. Excedrin, uh, for those of you that don't know, is aspirin and caffeine. It's a combination of aspirin and caffeine. And yeah. the, they put the caffeine in there to help the absorption of the aspirin. And the two seem to work sure. synergistically. If you'll remember the famous uh, uh, ephedra-aspirin-caffeine stack.
3: It's great stuff.
2: Just great stuff. Fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. Worked perfectly. Worked perfectly, but because some law enforcement agency got the idea that someone somewhere might be making methamphetamine out of the ephedra component of it, uh, they made it too much trouble. I remember being
0: sixteen when you can get ephedra over the counter at fucking GNC. <laughs> Yeah. We would down that shit and hit a workout. It was fantastic. Yeah,
2: it's fabulous. Does work very well, but uh as far as uh caffeine's concerned, uh enjoy it, all right?
6: All right. All right, man. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for your opinion. Sure. It was great talking to you. Later.
0: <laughs> thanks for your opinion.
3: <laughs> I don't know what his question was, but I think he disagreed
0: <laughs> I don't I,
2: <laughs> he I don't sounded think, very I think disappointed. he wanted me to tell him to not not think I think he
3: wanted to tell you about caffeine. I'm not sure. He sounded very disappointed.
0: Yeah. He's like, all right, thanks for your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your opinion, man. Like opinion, man. (laughs) like your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right.
2: Well, that's enough of this shit. That's enough? That's enough of this shit. All right. Sure do appreciate your being with us here on Starting Strength Radio for another Friday. We will see you next time.